0: Uh, ...especially emerge in the late Roman period, that is in the period of the 4th and 5th century AD, period we call late antiquity, that is the age where uh, Roman emperors were now Christians and uh, classical civilization is reinvented on a new basis. And in this period, uh, Christian authors begin to write about barbarians as the agents of the devil. They are the bringers of the apocalypse. Uh, one only has to read the writings of Saint Jerome... Or St. Augustine, the Goths sacked Rome, and this has to be worked out in Christian uh, ideology and theology. And that image and that connotation meant that barbarians were pagans. They were worshippers of the demons and old gods. They had not yet uh, been given the benefits of the Christian faith. And these two images that come down through antiquity still live with us. Uh, Europeans, uh, especially during the period of the Age of Discovery, the overseas expansion... Uh, applied such images as part of the reason why they were out on missions to Asia and Africa. Uh, So the image of barbarians endures well down to this day. In the Enlightenment, you'll find in the European tradition the notion that the barbarians are somehow noble savages uh, and that they have been untouched and unspoiled by civilization. Uh, Their morals are higher than so-called civilized people. This, too, is an image that goes back to the Greeks and the Romans. It goes back deep in antiquity. Uh, The Romans loved to use the barbarians as sort of a moral foil. Uh, You can see this in Caesar's writing. Julius Caesar, who had conquered Gaul and knew very well the Celtic peoples of of Western Europe, the the Gauls, who were the longtime dreaded foes of the Romans. He talks about the fact that the Gauls are losing their virtues because they've had too much contact with Romans, especially um, such things as drinking wine. And there's even a story that the first Gallic warriors to taste wine uh, wondered what it was, and they explained that it's a fermented, fermented grape. It comes from Italy, and they said, well, we have to visit this country, so they invaded and sacked Rome. Now, it's... It's a, it's a nice anecdote, but it, it brings forth this notion of the moral degeneration of the barbarians because of the contact with the so- supposedly higher civilization. Uh, we find this again uh, repeated by uh, Tacitus writing in the uh, very end of the 1st century, beginning of the 2nd century AD. Uh, one of the most important works we'll be looking at in this course, the Germania, Uh, The Germania is supposed to be an ethnographic study. It was written uh, to describe the German tribes in Central Europe. And it turns out in many ways uh, as a way for Tacitus to carry out all sorts of moral and political judgments of what the Roman Empire was like. And the Germans are always the foil to that. Uh, so these two images, the noble savage, the ferocious warrior, uh, they're very much rooted in uh, the classical tradition and they still exert a very uh, powerful hold over our literature, history, and, uh, and even in the view of ourselves because uh, one way to uh, examine oneself is to look at another people and the barbarians provide this marvelous way of examining another group in order to understand uh, yourself. Well, uh, those images of the barbarians, not all of them quite accurate, do have some contact, some roots in reality. Uh, Another point that will come out in this course is that we want to balance that image by looking at both Rome and the barbarians, the two principal actors here, and uh, a lot of new evidence that has been uncovered by archaeologists uh, who have provided a wealth of information about the material life uh, between Romans and barbarians at various stages in Roman history, remember we 're going to cover nearly a thousand years here, so the situation is constantly changing in terms of uh, uh, the economic and social patterns we 're examining and and there they uh, provide information about material culture, uh, exchange uh, between Romans and barbarians, uh, the fact that while they did clash. Uh, There was also intermarriage, there was uh, exchange of customs, material culture. Uh, Some historians going so far as to say that remember that the normal contact between Romans and barbarians was not war, uh, but something else, which could be intermarriage, it could be trade. And perhaps it's best to see Rome and the barbarians more as bitter friends uh, rather than as enemies. Uh, And also we'll be uh, drawing on the works of uh, scholars trained in anthropology who've supplemented and confirmed literary sources by, of the ancient world by uh, discussing uh, this issue in terms of what has been learned by observing uh, other societies in the modern age, uh, such questions of identity, uh, how uh, customs are exchanged among different peoples, uh, and this is, this is going to be an important component. So in, in, in discussing this issue, we'll be looking at a variety of sources, not only the literary traditions...